Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 173 Wild Cards. Hi, pals. We're uh, pretty near the end of Justice League. I'm yeah, Al. I'm Maggie. And yeah, there's there's this one. There's there's a one parter next week. Yep. Which, uh, we were we were looking at the lineup, and it's like, well, this makes more sense. So so next week's gonna be pretty brief. Yep. And then the three part finale, and then that's all for that's, regular ass Justice League. That's it, guys. Mm-hmm. And we head well, on over to Justice nope, nope, League nope. Unlimited. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're not uh, we're not done with this show yet. But no. No. I, and I honestly, I consider them the same series, but it mm. does definitely change. Like we we move away from the the two part thing, which works better for them. Yep. But also, sort of ironically, they start doing some really good serialized stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's like a there's like a ten part arc that I love. They, yes, but um, which actually, I think it ends up being a retcon. But there's elements of that in this. Yes, the uh, the like we have stuff in this episode is- in this episode that yeah. ties into the last episode. Yeah, that's also true. Well, no, the last episode of the last season, or yes. the, the second to last season. The last episode is all fucking dark side stuff again. No, but, sure. Your favorite. No, uh, oh, my favorite. Yeah. All right, but let's get into this. Let's talk about wild cards. Wild cards. <laughs> I'm not sure you kids remember, or even know if you're actual kids, by which I mean anyone under 40, how huge the show 24 was in the early 2000s. Ugh. There was nothing post 9-11 America loved more than watching some growly tough guy violate people's basic human rights in real time. And that vibe seriously infected so many subsequent shows. For Star Trek, that meant the gritty, torture-happy Enterprise, a show I haven't been required to talk about publicly for six years, but I continue to do so regularly because it just pissed me off that much. For the DCAU, this meant an episode where the Joker put a bunch of bombs around Las Vegas, then took to the airwaves Cobra Commander style to track the Justice League's progress in finding and disarming them in real time. This is an acceptable way to acknowledge the influence of 24, and it does not piss me off. Quite the opposite, in fact, it delights me. It helps that the Joker really knows his way around putting on a show, and brought along a team of super-powered people he liberated from one of those shady government facilities that has managed to appear in every DCAU show. They work for him now, and have also agreed uh, to aliases and costumes that are conceptually compatible both with the Joker and the Vegas setting. Yes, it's the Royal Flush Gang, making their first chronological appearance and setting the standard for bickering, lame, and just plain awful that would be their trademark well into the Neo-Gotham era. I could run down which one is Jack and which one is Ten and what their powers are, but I won't bother. The one you need to keep your eye on is Ace. She's one of those Wednesday Adams types with terrifying mind powers. I feel like we've definitely seen one or four of these at various points prior to this. But sir, Alfred would say if he were in this episode, you named the dog Ace. Won't that be confusing? Not for me, Batman would respond in this hypothetical scenario. Also, just wait until next season. We're going to tie all that up in a nice little bow. So it turns out the point of all this, the worldwide TV broadcast, the bombs, the royal flush guys, is to get as many people watching as possible. Then lay Ace's mind fuckery on a big chunk of the world right over the airwaves. Oh, we're playing around with people's minds, are we? Says Batman and proceeds to turn Harley against the Joker to save the day. Which is a thing he's done a lot over the years, but it keeps working because the Joker continues to be absolutely awful. Then Ace turns her powers against the Joker, somehow making him more crazy? And our friends over at the DC Wiki wonder how he managed to recover from this in time to corrupt Tim Drake and then die. 
shut up the DC wiki. Or if you're still shutting up from last time I told you to shut up, keep shutting up. Then Green Lantern and Hawkgirl finally kiss, having seen, and having seen ahead, I can tell you that this long-promised romance will flourish for the remainder of the season. So now I'm just going to take a big sip of water before I consult the episode list here, and... Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> we finally get them hooking wow. up, and that's all about to blow up in like a week. So. Mm-hmm. You say kiss, those two are about to fuck on the, on the satellite, and oh, I absolutely. say good for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Abs- absolutely. John just having had a heart attack four hours ago. Yeah, I I mean, I glossed over a bunch of the action, which, because Dwayne McDuffie had a hand in this, the action caught my interest way more than usual. Yeah, it was good. Like, there's there's a lot of fight sequences that I wasn't bored during, and one of them involved John, as you say, collapsing from a heart attack. And mm-hmm. then Hawk Girl using her fucking mace as a defibrillator, yep. which is the cool... I love, like... I loved this in Star Trek. I love it here when they use established in-universe things mm-hmm. in ways you hadn't thought of. Yep. And That's I love so cool. I love that Hawkgirl was looking around for a way to save John from dying of a heart attack and went, Mace? Well, that's how every pro- – like, you know, we say mm-hmm. this all the time. Every problem to her is a nail and every hammer is her mace. Yep. Just looking at John's chest and, like, a big Acme mm. brand nail just appears over it. Oh, I know what to do. Mmm, thank you. Okay. I'll just ha like, this harder than I've hawed anything ever. Ha! Clear! Ha! <laughs> you caved his chest in. Yes, but the heart attack didn't kill him. No, no. His <sighs> ribcage stabbing into his actual heart killed him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> so, so you're saying he didn't die of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I'm a hero. Mm-hmm. I stopped the heart attack. Yep. Ack, ack. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was great. And it was one of those, uh, in lesser hands, it would have been a cliched, like, we're just falling in love, don't you die on me moments. But mm-hmm. they, they made it work. Well, I love later on, she's like, like at the end of the episode, she's talking to Batman and she's like, sorry, I had to fuck off with Green Lantern. And he's like, no, nah, it's fine. You, We don't leave, pe- leave people behind. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. cool. Good for you, Batman. Yeah. That's there's different versions of Batman that might not say that. Yeah, this one has said different things once or twice. I think you should have said they didn't punch the Joker. You, you're real good at punching the Joker. You can punch the Joker. Okay. One of my favorite things. This was almost my good thing. Is so obviously Batman sort of takes point on this because mm. it's a Joker thing, and he he knows you know he knows his way around the Joker. But he better at this point. Yeah, but specifically. The way he talks to Flash, mm-hmm. like he's his dad. Yep, it's great. Like he's Batman's in the middle of fighting one of these dumb Royal Flush guys while simultaneously walking Flash through which wires to cut. Yep. How to disarm a bomb? And he's like, um, first take the casing off. I did that. Don't work ahead. <laughs> like he gets real mad at him. Yep. And then another time, Hot Girl's like, uh, "I'm gonna take John back to the to the Watchtower." And Flash is like, "I could do that." And Batman's like, "You stay where you are." Yeah. Like, he, no, you can't. He talks, he talks to him like he's grounded. It's so yep. funny. Yep. It's like we have no time for your shenanigans. Shenanigans are what got us into this. The yep. Joker is an asshole. You need to be serious right now. Mm-hmm. I love it. Also, I love Flash. Just like Joker doesn't play fair. I don't like this guy. 
<laughs> There's a bit where he's trying to disarm the bomb and Joker just shows up to make fun of him and just like, oh, it's the yep. red one. No, wait, it's the green one. Hang on. Wait, I'm going to count backwards down and you see if you can keep up. Ten, mm-hmm. nine, six. <laughs> I'm beast of you. And he's like, yeah, Flash is like, hey, you're like the Joker might be the first villain in this entire animated universe. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the first public ones for sure. Absolutely. How does Flash not know what his deal is at this I, point? I love the idea that the Flash is just, I know what the Joker's like. I have so many themed villains. Like, I get it. It's a clown guy. Whatever. You know, like. No. <laughs> and, like, listen, if I lived in Gotham City, the Joker would not be a big deal, okay? I'd run in a circle really fast and the problem would be solved. Now, I get it. You're a guy with no powers. So, like, you gotta, you, yeah. it's a whole thing. But. Look. The other six guys sitting around that Justice League table think the same. Well, Superman doesn't because he knows better. But the oh, other yeah. ones definitely think, oh, the Joker wouldn't be a thing if I was in charge. Yeah, okay, yeah. guys. Okay. Here's your chance to put that to the test. And you done fucked up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because like, you can't. You have no idea. Like, Green Lantern legit almost died. Yeah. And, like, let's do your good thing first because mm. they are, are, both our good things kind of tie in and I don't want to I don't want to steal your thunder here I I just I love the concept of this one which is basically just the Joker attacks Vegas live on TV like mm-hmm. it's a great take on the character on the character it's a new thing that he hasn't done before and the mm-hmm. fact that the whole episode is basically just him giving you a running commentary on what's happening is so fucking funny yeah and he's doing it for the audience at home but the way it's framed we're mm-hmm. the audience at home when the timer shows up for how long until the bomb blows up, and it's the length of the episode. I laughed so hard. And that's not only just that, funny. Not only that, it do, that is funny in itself. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what, you wanted a round number? It's me. Yes. Like, that's them hanging a lantern on the fact that, why would he make the timer 2248? Mm-hmm. And you just said, because it's the length of the episode. But yeah. in universe, it's because he's the Joker, and I don't fucking know, uh-huh. just because. <laughs> Honestly, if he was like, I'm doing this because it's the le- the length of the episode, I'd be like, yeah. If anyone had meta-awareness, I, I suppose it could be him. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's not a thing I would want all the time, but I would be fine with, like, a passing, like, joke once. Yeah. Or even I, don't if want that was... de- I don't want him to be Deadpool. Well, no. Or Ambush Bug in this case. Yes. Um. So mine... Uh, my good thing, mm-hmm. this might be the best plot he's ever come up with. Like, yeah. the, the TV thing's great, but the TV thing is misdirection. Yes, and, and not that's o- not, great. Not only misdirection, but it feeds into the second part of the plan, mm-hmm. which is he he's doing the biggest spectacle he possibly can. Like, he's, he's at the flashiest place mm-hmm. on the planet, or at least in America, and using supervillains to fight. The Justice League, like, there's his own cameras, and I'm sure there's probably news cameras coming in. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are watching this, which means the second part really lands because, oh, shit, everyone's looking at their TVs, and now Ace's hypno whammy's coming right out of the TV. Yeah, (laughs) it's a a great plan. It's a great plan for then. Like, it's great, like... Yeah. Because, like, this was back around, not quite around, but, like, a little bit after when there'd be a high-speed chase and everyone would rush to their TV. Yeah, exactly. Like, I but remember this. guy this. was, de- he deliberately put this together as, like, he put little graphics together mm-hmm. and, like, like he had camera people stationed at all the all the crucial places. Like, that he, so he built this like a reality show. Yeah. And, okay, like, singing the plan's praises, granted, he spent a good chunk of the animated series chasing down guys who looked at him wrong and trying mm-hmm. to copyright fish. But <laughs> uh, let's be clear, I, 
I love pretty much all of that. But this is a proper, well thought out evil scheme, like like on the Lex level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is the final appearance of the Joker and Harley, and like this is <laughs> this is a pretty high note for him to go out on. It's yeah. Great. Well, and like it's a great end for him too. Like like the last time you see the Joker before he shows up again in Batman Beyond is like, oh, he went completely insane. Well, like I said, the DC Wiki points out that, yeah, chronologically, he's still got to go do that thing with Tim because that's where he dies. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But uh, how did he recover? Be- the same way he's, he didn't drown that time. and the sa- He's the, the Joker, jo- man. What are you talking about? It's the Joker. Yeah, but they need to tell us. No, His exact don't. deal is just like, you thought I was crazy and dead, but in fact, I'm crazy and alive. Mm-hmm. I don't, you it's, exploded. Like, I don't, how'd you, uh, wh- who cares, man? The Sarlacc found me somewhat indigestible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still quoting that. It's not even canon anymore. You guys remember Star Wars? Big fan. Mm-hmm. Remember Dark Empire? <laughs> you guys remember back when you could say, you guys remember Star Wars? Oh. I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that period where it's like, mm-hmm. maybe we'll do one comic and a couple of novels. Anyone still care about this? Oh, you do. Okay. <laughs> do you want some more Star Wars? We'll walk your ass down to the bookstore and buy the, the Grand mm-hmm. Admiral Thrawn trilogy, because that's about the best you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they made Micro Machines based on those books. <laughs> We're really in the dregs now, aren't we? Luke with two U's, you don't say. Weird. Oh, man. But yeah, there's my was, residuals this was, from this. This was a great um this was a great sort of like final appearance by the Joker. Yes. Uh, and last appearance of Harley and both yeah. of us in our notes are like, "Hey, not much Harley in this one." And then she like comes out strong in the second yep. part. Yep. I mean, this Which is my bad thing. It's not the mm. episode's fault, but uh Arlene Sorkin died I think last week. Yeah, a week or two ago. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, that was the, this was 20 years before that. I know. Okay. But I remember we hadn't talked about it yet, and I want to. I okay. fucking adore that character, and I, well, of course. like, that's the definitive run on, like, voice yeah. of that character, and it fucking sucks. Well, and we've talked a bit about how she was deliberately created for her. Yes. Like, I don't know if it was Bruce Tim or uh, Paul Dini or both. I think it was both of them mm-hmm. who were friends with her, and they're like, we, we should come up with someone... Uh, to you know for the joker to talk to oh it should be a lady oh it should be our friend arlene and then they started building the character and i learned my dumb soap days mm-hmm. of our lives she yep. was on that yes and she was play, like had a fantasy sequence where she played like a jester yep and so they built harley based a bit on that performance yep so like not only do they tailor it to her they tailored it to her performance in a terrible soap <laughs> that, <laughs> that i love. love that i absolutely love yes. yep Hey, Dick Van Dyke was on this week. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He's uh, like 98 years old or something. Uh, I'm good for you, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Well, it was, I mean, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but he goes to the same gym as one of the guys on the show and he's uh-huh. like, uh, hey, when are you going to put me on your show? And the guy thought he was serious. So mm-hmm. he's like, like hey, I right. got you a gig if you want it. Oh, okay. You, I guess I'll go do that. Then. Yeah. Go for it. 98 year old Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. I just Nate want you to know me. if I, if I trip over an Ottoman now, I'll die. Yeah, I'll break a hip. Mm-hmm. No, Nate tells me he was on the Dancing with the Stars recently, so like he can still wow. move around just fine. So that's impressive. All right, I'm sure he wasn't doing like the fucking moonwalk or something, but you know, I mean, any listen, dancing if he's at that still age. doing fucking Mary yeah. Poppins dancing. Good for him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, ask any British person how they feel about his British accent and they will get very, very angry. <laughs> They're still a, mad about that. A real accent for a real man. Just like me with Enterprise. Yep. And and you. I don't want to I loathe that Enterprise. You, short, you know this, but uh, yes, if the people have forgotten. Mm, no, we still hate it. Um, Let's see. Greatest I captain really didn't get into the entire fleet. I really didn't get into the whole Royal Flesh Gang thing, because again, we've seen four or five iterations of these guys. Oh, yeah. It's always basically the same. There's a big, strong guy. There's a super douchey guy with a beard. Mm-hmm. There, There's the one girl and so on. Yeah. No, Royal Flush Gang is here to is here to suck, you know? Yeah. Like, they're the, the, the Justice League's rhino. Yeah. And, like, I like this origin for them because, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the Joker was like, wait a minute, I'm a Joker. So, yep. like, what are the other cards? That that works. Um, His two plans were like, all right, I'm the Joker. You can be the smoker. And you'll be the Midnight Toker. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's the Space Cowboy. I, I'm, getting a no, I'm getting a note here from Standards and Practices that we can have neither a Smoker nor a Midnight Toker. I guess we'll do the card thing. <laughs> Talon card from uh, Heir to the Empire? The very same. <laughs> Whose ship was called the Wild Card? See, yep. bringing it back. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, Christ. Got about um, ten seconds before y'all start talking about Dash Rendar. Oh, God. And Prince Eeyore. <laughs> he um, was the guy Darth Vader hated. Uh, yeah, the one guy. Mm-hmm. Look, there was um, a whole bunch of stuff where they had to find Han Solo's frozen in carbonite body, all right? Mm-hmm. I know. Canonically, <laughs> it was like three years between Empire and Jedi, so you've got you've to co- account for all of that time, right? Are you, doing the, are you doing the Joker voice for this? Yes. Okay, because that I is love also the idea Mark Hamill, who... <laughs> Getting really in depth about Star Wars because he's also Mark Hamill. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, now let me tell but, you about the time I was on The Simpsons for one episode. <laughs> um, Royal Flush Gang, right? Yes. Um, I, I the, there's some cool stunt casting here that I did not catch because I didn't watch this show, but there was mm-hmm. a Teen Titan show on uh, concurrently with this, and the entire Royal Flush Gang is voiced by people from that show. Yeah, and. The, uh, the the DC Wiki has this. You should look it up if you want specifics. But they tried their best to line up the powers of these characters with the powers of the characters they play on mm-hmm. on, uh, on that show. And like, it, it wasn't a perfect lineup because they're not exactly the same. But they did their best, and it's it, that's that's a cool little thing to do yeah. just for like for the for the deep cut nerds to say, "Hey, is that it is?" And he's playing. It. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. No, and I had the moment watching. I'm like, these are like. I recognize every single one of these voice actors. Why do I do that? And like, it didn't mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't really look into it afterwards. Like yeah. if I had looked at the open or at the closed credits, uh, I still wouldn't have known who any of these people No, are. you wouldn't know them by name probably. But I absolutely used to watch that Titans show and like, mm-hmm. I recognize all those voices. Yeah. That's a, it's a cool bit of uh, thing, you know, mm-hmm. cool, cool way to work them into the show. Yeah. Um, I also uh, I also like the part where uh, uh, Queen shoots money at the Flash. Mm-hmm. I have the Agreed. line here. He finally has a nickel for every time he's disappointed me in this show. I'm glad you brought that up because going through your notes, I'm like, this is a great line. And if you don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. We uh, in fact, uh, this month's uh, bonus episode. Um, for the Patreon people, patreon.com slash Algar. Uh, one, one thin dollar gets you all this content. Yes. 
Yes. Um, we cover a Flash-centric episode of The Brave and the Bold where Maggie talks at length about how much The Flash has disappointed her. So. Mm-hmm. I'm real mad about it. I do a lot of yelling. Yeah, it's good. And then I yell about uh, mishandling the Doom Patrol. So. Yeah, so if you want to hear two people yell, like, good yeah, news. Yeah, that goes up in about a week. Yeah. One dollar. Uh, oh, I remember... I remember um, watching the DVD commentary of this. It's been a long time and I don't remember anything else, but I do remember them being very upset that they took away the Joker's red lips Mm, in earlier appearances in the redesign and they're back here. And I just remember the whole time them saying, oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. Like I barely noticed, but I'm, I'm always more audio oriented than I am visual anyway. Sure. But that's a that's a visual detail that that really bugged them, and I'm glad they they were able to fix that. No, cause I I never really warmed to that redesign of the Joker, like mm-hmm. when they did the big changeover in Bat in the Batman the animated series days. Yeah. Um, and like once they said that, it's like, oh god, yeah, that's part of it. Is just he, he, his face just looks so weird now without it. And again, I, because the voice, like Mark Hamill, was really coming into his own with the voice mm-hmm. around that period. It's like. Well, the character's getting better and better, so I don't notice any, like, to me, they're just superficial changes. It's like, yeah, yeah, but but the writing and the voice is so good that who cares if he looks a little different? It doesn't matter to me, but I know it matters to a lot of people. Mm. So, you know. I also, I was never a big fan of the little beady eyes. Yeah, that doesn't bother me either. I think someone called them the Animaniacs eyes, which I like. Yep, that checks out. Mm-hmm. It's time for Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. I killed I that, uh, I killed that therapist guy. Mm-hmm. And those fucking hippos. Thank God. So have I'm going to murder ca- every single boring, boring segment on Animaniacs. It's going to be a bloodbath. Pinky, you're cool, though. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> you and me were simpatico. <laughs> um, it's Pinky and we, the Joker. Have we seen Ace before? I feel like we've seen characters exactly like her, if not. I We have absolutely seen characters like her, but I don't think she's shown up okay. before. Like, she shows up again in JLU, but that's, yes. that's a different thing. Yeah. Um, but I feel like JL, or I feel like uh, Batman Beyond and maybe Static, because we've definitely had shady government project is is developing, you know, a secret program, project, people with powers. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if this means anything to anyone, it, this will end up being sort of retconned into a Cadmus facility, mm-hmm. but that doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, you don't need to know that right now, but. But it kind of ties ties in with a lot of stuff that happens mm. in JLU later. And I love that the guy running the thing apparently was based on some characters from, I think, Marvel, actually. But to me, he was just Dr. Mindbender. Yeah, he's got a real I when he showed up, I'm like, oh, bald guy in charge of a bunch of superpowered teenagers. OK, yeah, that's I see what like, we're doing here. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I assume he's from X-Men or something. Yes. He's the X-Men. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, you, you and I both took note of the, uh, the 20,000 leagues under the sea casino. Yep. That was very cool. I, I'm like, does this exist? There's, I've been to Vegas once and Mm -hmm. even that, like, there's a lot of of stuff here that looked very much just right from the real life Vegas of that time. Well, the thing is, the thing about Vegas is that they're constantly knocking down casinos and putting Mm -hmm. up new ones and if you go back like every five years, you're only going to recognize about half of it. Like it's yeah, constantly but, changing. But there's still st- it's like the volcano was there. Like, yeah, there's a handful of things that, that stick around. There's a weird bit where they just go into a regular ass casino. I'm like, I think I've been in here. And I mm-hmm. mean, that's just because like all casinos are built to be the same. So you can't get out of them. But yeah, exactly. Which it is was a good a place for a feeling. Yeah, I hate it. And there's mm-hmm. no clocks also. Yep. 
It's like, is this Circus Circus? I stayed there for like a week. Mm-hmm. Specifically because uh, it was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and that was a big deal to me at the time. We stayed at the Four Queens specifically because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. That was the other nice thing about the Circus Circus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think what they were trying, and first of all, I think they pulled off Vegas, like you say. Yes. It definitely felt like like we've both been there, and it felt like it. Yeah. Um, which in animation, not hard to do. It helps that the town was evacuated, so they didn't have to draw a million people in a crowd as well. Nope. Except but for terms, uh, except for the one lady at the slot machine, which was such a it's like it's such a stupid Looney Tunes gag, but it was so fucking funny. Anyone who's been in a place with slot machines knows there's those old ladies who yep. will not budge, and the 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 tag on the episode after all the the big drama happens, and after we pan away from uh, uh, tastefully pan away from uh, Green Lantern and Hawk Girl about to get down, yep. like they um. Uh, they come back to this old lady, and the slot machine finally pays off. Yep, yep. So I just, I Joker's just scanning like the, all of it. It's like, yep, that's evacuated. Got all of the people out of there. To, uh, mm. Excuse me. Oh. Hello, ma'am. 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 Yeah. This thing is you know going to pay off here. any second now. Yep. All I'm right, whatever. Mm. I got no beef with you. <laughs> she seems cool. But I like that some of the casinos sort of evoked places we've seen and mm-hmm. then like with this 20,000 leagues it's just like there's a fucking submarine and an octopus and we can guess what the place would have been but I don't yep. think there actually is one it's just like no this is this is along the same lines yeah but if that existed I would go to it like that sounds fucking cool as hell yeah um I loved the whole time the Joker's doing his thing in the studio there's two mm-hmm. guys behind the camera yep and he tells one of his terrible jokes and then there's a long pause and he just sort of glares at them and they look at each other like, oh, shit, we better laugh. <laughs> and that's uh, kind of a kind of a running thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are we supposed to clap now? Like he wants a reaction, but there's no audience here. It's just us. This and, is all going on TV. Yeah. And also it's the Joker. And if it's the wrong reaction, he will murder us. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, 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 Not sure good. what you want from this. Yeah, you. I saw in your notes you said it felt like um, Venture Brothers characters, and you're absolutely yeah. right. Just, just the two, two side characters. Yeah, the two side Venture Brothers characters that Jackson Public and Doc Hammer always play. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and also, Why is he looking because, at us like that? I don't know. He got those scary red lips. He didn't have them for a while, but now he's got them again. Just, just, mm. just laugh, and hopefully he'll go away. It was a very meta observation. <laughs> Um, also speaking of the casinos, one of them was called Amos Fortune, yep. which is apparently a reference to the guy who actually created the Royal Flush Gang in the comics, which is oh, nice, like, that's nice cool. Pull. I didn't know that either. The DC wiki told me that. Um, I just typed that a oh. line from the song Amos, <laughs> Amos Moses. So, oh, he was a Cajun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He lived by himself he, in the swamp. Yeah. Not in Vegas. No. They're, they're different places. Hunted alligators for a living. Yeah, I know. Just knock him in the head with a stump. I know the guy. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's a great bit where Superman just is done fighting yep. the big strong guy who's like, I can beat Superman. He's like, you know how many fucking people have told me that? And he basically throws him into orbit while yep. he defuses a bomb. And then the guy comes down and he finishes fighting him. It's like, all right. <laughs> Reminds me of the, uh, the, squ- the Squirrel Girl comic mm-hmm. where she keeps throwing Craven into the air until she can figure out what to do with him. I that I feel like that was probably inspired by this. It could be. I, it's definitely an idea that two people could could reach independently, but mm-hmm. you know, it's also it's just so good. 
Yeah. You, uh, I'll defeat you, Superman. Oh, yeah, you will? All right. Will you? Okay. Uh-huh. Defeat me up there. I'll be up there in yeah, a minute. Yeah, whatever. Or or I won't. Whatever. Oh, can you can you not fly? Yeah, I don't know mm. if you know. I can fly. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? I'll talk to you in 30 seconds when you come back. Mm-hmm. Hey, how was space? <laughs> Couldn't breathe up there, huh? Good thing you fell. Yeah? Uh, let's see if I can throw you hard enough that you stick. <laughs> There's also a point where the there's a guy with stretchy powers and he gets caught up in some helicopter rotors. Yup. Fucking brutal. Oh my god. Joker goes full fucking John Landis on this one. <laughs> no, no, get in real close. I uh I worked for the company that made those helicopters and they uh they would they prefer that you forget all of that. I don't blame them. Yeah. Um but, uh, also fuck John Landis. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he also gave us Max Landis, so you know. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> His crimes are numerous. Uh huh. Um. It's like okay, you can't my... just get away with it just because you made American Werewolf in London. He made some other good stuff too. I know he made a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And he made Max Landis. Well, yeah. Then he made someone die from a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Just for the Twilight Zone movie, which yeah. was not bad, but it was largely unnecessary. I mean, like, it wasn't even like a full movie. It was just like a piece of a movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it was four segments. Yeah. Like, which is not a bad idea, but you should do new segments. Not, don't just revisit the ones they already did. Yeah, seriously. Uh, like, so you my did good thing. adaptations. So, sorry, this is not a Twilight Zone podcast. No, no, no. Uh, that would keep us busy for a while, though. That's true. We did review one episode of the new Twilight Zone, which was all right. Yeah, it was fine. The old one, the old one, you know, is rightfully a classic. That, that's the thing. I expect better from the Twilight Zone and Jordan Peele. So, like, mm, the fact that it was yeah. just fine was just like, come on, guys. There were a couple of exceptional ones. But, yeah. you know, the hit, the hit to miss ratio was not as high as, as the old show. No. Or even the 80s revival, actually. Yeah. All right. My bad thing about this episode. <laughs> it's not the Twilight do, Zone. Uh-huh. I do not hate Batman planting seeds of jealousy in Harley by pointing out how much the Joker's pay ten- paying attention to Ace. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's he, it's worked on her a bunch. Oh, yeah. But, but and Harley even says this out loud, Ace is a child. Yeah. Okay, even if she's technically a legal adult, I can hear a handful of people trying to, trying to send us messages to say that. The only people who point that kind of thing out are the kind of perverts who think about it just a mm-hmm. bit too much. So don't, just please don't. Uh, like, I know the Joker is an awful person who beats his partner, and I, I think this might be the only time we literally see him, like, backhand Harley and she no, goes he, flying. No, he, he hits her a few times in this show, or in this Previous Batman to this? Or, oh, yeah. Because I know it was implied or it happened off camera. I don't remember seeing, I mean, you're probably, like, I believe you. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I just, like, I don't remember. No, but, I'm pretty um, sure, at least in Mad Love, he's physically, like, hit okay. her on camera right. once. I, you're, I mean... I, I defer to your superior knowledge here. I just, I, I don't remember it. I remember them having to work around that a lot and doing mm-hmm. it very well and implying things. But, uh, but yeah, here he does also backhand her and she goes flying. It's, it's, it's just terrible. Yeah. Um, and like, and he, of course he murders people. And like in a darker setting, making him a creepy kid toucher. I, I mean, I'm over this now. Yeah, but I, 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 I can do without that. Honestly. But I guess there's a version of the Joker that that would probably fit. I don't fucking know. But there's to me, and this might just be me, but there's a difference between, wow, I can't believe they got past that past the censors. And uh, you're no longer playing by the unspoken rules we expect you to follow with a show like this. Yeah. 
this, this kind of crosses a line and it's not the the sort of arbitrary oh no the children it's just uh, uh, i i taking don't this to an uncomfortable place guys yeah yeah that's all it just i i had a very similar reaction i don't like this and i i it could just be made up it could just mm-hmm. be batman grasping at straws and trying to get the joker to you know or harley to come around but they could have just made ace a little older yeah that would have still worked. I mean, I mean you would have like, lost. Okay. I like there's parts in this where she's literally like just holding a stuffed animal and she doesn't have enough personality to like where you well, can just be like, well, clearly she's she's 18 and consenting, you know, like, no. But but the the flashbacks are her as a child. Yes. Like this program kidnapped her as a child. But then we come back to the present and she could be in her 20s, let's yeah. say. Instead of just barely 18, which is still a little. You know. mm-hmm. So like either way, it's know. not it's, great. No, but again, we don't know that it happened. It's just a thing that Batman implied and mm-hmm. Harley's willing to believe it. it. Well, if they'd if they played it more like not that he's romantically or sexually interested in her, but that he's paying attention to her exactly you know like that's enough that that'll set harley off real easy yeah and then it's just like when you want like when uh, a new kid is born into a family and the existing kid is like hey but what about me yeah sorry kid you're but, old news now yep exactly they call that the normal effect yep it's perfectly normal Yep, and she could have married, uh, uh, mailed her to Abu Dhabi. It would have been fun. <laughs> I imagine it'd be really easy to mail Ace to Abu Dhabi. Uh, possibly. Here, sit in this I mean, box. To... Oh, wow, you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had a lifetime of people telling her to get into boxes. So. That's true. But then there's the moment where uh, Batman like manages to get close enough to the Joker to pull out the, the little um, uh, control collar. That they used on Ace mm-hmm. and like, uh, hey, he's still got this thing. And Ace is like, what the fuck, oh, man? The first time she has like an actual expression in the entire episode. Just, oh, it's very good. Look, I just like rings. OK, like this isn't about no. you or whatever. Look, I the Joker rings. Right. I can make him. Mate- no. All right. Mm, well, I'm fucked. Well, that's the end of me. I like that he tells the audience, uh, the reason this doesn't work on me is because I'm already nuts. And mm-hmm. like, uh, mm, that kind of tracks, but also I bet if she really worked yeah. on it. Yeah. And she well, that, that's why I like that that works. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm so crazy. Oh, are you? Well, the thing is, I believe I was willing to believe that. Mm-hmm. that okay, fine. Yeah. It doesn't work on the Joker. Cause yeah. What, what is, what's she going to do? Make him more crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out. Yes. Um, you seemed just based on your notes to have uh, a strong fondness for those uh, the, the sort of trippy sequence. Oh yeah, I wanted to get into that a little bit. So yeah. like when everyone starts going crazy, we get to see like a bunch of what people are hallucinating, mm-hmm. and like there's a great bit where like a snake crawls out of a guy's mouth, and mm-hmm. like another guy just starts melting into his keyboard, and it's just, it's it's really creepy, and I love it. Yeah, and it's a lot of like nightmare imagery. It's a lot of like. There's a guy with rats crawling all over. Yes, I forgot about the rats crawling on him. Yeah, like these are things that, you know, common fears of people that they, like, we get some of these in Scarecrow episodes too. It's it's that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just really neat. Yeah. And like when Batman's losing it, like Joker gets like really long and like stretchy and (laughs) weird looking. Well, 
his his greatest fear, apart from, you know, never being able to avenge his parents, mm-hmm. is like the Joker being like a dachshund. Yeah. He can't handle it. Just what like if long Joker. Joker? Was, mm-hmm. what, what if the Joker was long and kicking me? Mm-hmm. Kicking me with his long legs. Master Bruce, you've told me about this before. It just doesn't seem that scary. I mean, based <laughs> on the fact that you fought Killer Croc yesterday, sir, this is just nothing. It's fine. So he was literally kicking you with his long legs. It's not the same, Alfred. I know it's not the same. <laughs> Bane br- snapped your spine in twain, sir. Uh, that's fine. I got better. Right, but he wasn't long in kicking me. <laughs> you don't understand, Alfred. No, I think I do, sir. What? What movie did I show you when you were a boy that really... Mm. that? <laughs> All right, I give up. I'm going to go buff the giant penny. You, you deal with this. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? It might be. <laughs> going to go buff the giant penny, and then I'm going to go masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. What's masturbate? Never mind, Tim. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've scarred another one. Well, if, the Wayne Ma- if Wayne Manor isn't good for psychologically di- damaging children, I don't know what it's for. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs> I think we get one more Alfred appearance in the season finale, the mm-hmm. three-parter at the end of the season, and that is it. Yeah. Because I think the bad embargo starts during JLU. I've been I've been saying it was happening all along, but we've gotten a, f- a few here and there. But I yeah. think once we get into the JLU era, none of the supporting bad characters or villains or anything are like, they're just all gone. Well, it's like, okay, you, you guys have literally everybody. You cannot use Batman characters, but he's got yeah, the but best that's guys. The one they spent- that's the one they spent the most time, like, putting aside that, yes, he's got a lot of the best guys. Mm-hmm. It's They spent the longest time establishing that. Like, yeah. like you had almost 100 episodes to tell us how great Batman's uh, uh, enemies and allies are. Mm-hmm. And now you don't get to use any of them? That sucks. Yeah. These guys are great. I would have loved Batgirl showing up on, uh, on JLU oh, at yeah. one point. That would have, I mean, yeah, that would have been amazing. Fucking love that character. Yeah. Plus, we get an episode written by Gail Simone, and how great would it have been oh, for God, be able to use so that? Good. Yeah, it was literally called Birds of Prey. They should have put a bird of prey in it. Well, the uh, third it wasn't. bird of prey. It wasn't. It was was it not? Night. Oh, that's no. right. It was Double Date. Never mind. Yeah, or Double Date. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it is all the char- like it's all the other characters from Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. except Barbara. So you're, yeah. you're not wrong to remember it that way. <laughs> it's, it's Black Canary and Huntress, and I feel like there's another one. I mean, those are the up. two from back from Gail. Yeah, but I feel on. like there's another one that was sort of peripherally involved with that comic that she squeezed in there too to say, just it isn't a coincidence. This definitely is supposed to be that. Oh yeah, you might be right. It's been like a long maybe time one of the villains or something. That. Yeah, it's a very good one. Yeah, there's Looking also a very good one coming up, written by disgraced pervert uh, Warren Ellis, <sighs> who we need to ignore that part because it's a great episode. I don't know. It's uh, it's nice to know going in that I have a bad thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Bad thing for my life. But the um, uh, the reason I bring that up right now is because mm-hmm. um, the Adam figures heavily into that, and he's played by John C. McGinley, the guy who played Dr. Cox on Scrubs, oh, and yeah. uh, he makes an appearance here mm-hmm. in this episode as the network executive. The episode opens with Batman saying, you, you sold airtime to Joe Kerr Incorporated. You need yep. to not do that. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with Joe Kerr Incorporated? Uh-huh. Actually, so it's it's Quinplane or something. It's some yeah. obscure fucking thing, and it it's a deep cut reference to the Man Who Laughs, the like 1927 movie that helped oh. inspire the Joker. Like it's a it was a cool fucking 
weirdly, someone on Tumblr posted some stuff from that movie like the next day. I was like, where have I seen that weird specific name recently? Oh, shit. Yeah. I got to watch that fucking movie at some point. I think it's silent. So there's there's that to deal with. Cool. I like I like a silent movie, but it requires all of my attention versus something I can watch while I'm on my phone, you know? No, I um spent a very nice evening watching the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari uh, last year, ah. and uh, that movie rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went down a whole fucking Chaplin and Keaton rabbit hole. So, I got to get into know. the Keaton stuff. <laughs> you want to watch a guy com- repeatedly like break his own spine and then just get back up and keep doing it because the show must go on? Yeah, the dude who broke his like broke his actual neck and didn't find out about it for five years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that explains why I couldn't move my entire body for a while. Oh, that's why I was in excruciating pain my entire life. I just turned it into a bit. Uh-huh. Well, I also, respect that. Also, he was particularly uh, obsessed with trains. He just loved trains. Yep. And th- let's see. It's 1912. What's the literally the most dangerous thing on a planet that I could constantly mm-hmm. be interacting mm-hmm. with on film? Let me let me just do that all the time. Now, remember, Buster, if you miss hitting this log with this other log, thousands will die. Well, no, the trains were empty. It's just him. It's still a train wreck, though, right? Like, well, that's true. No, it's like, a lot of that's money. not a small problem. No, but also very funny. So mm-hmm. I made it okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else about this episode? I think that's everything I got. Yeah, same. I really like this. There was also some just very good, like, classic Joker shtick. Like, I always am a fan of him acting like, oh, no, you caught me. Wait, mm-hmm. there's another part to my plan. Like, every single time it's the same gag. Yeah. And it's always funny to me. Yeah. I just, I like when the Joker's funny and a lot of it, like, yeah. a lot of recent stuff just doesn't do that anymore. Yep. I agree. You know, like he's yep. the Joker. He should be legitimately hilarious. Uh, or he should not be, but be trying to be like, yes, if you're going to kind of lean into the killing joke thing where he was a bad comedian in the first place. Yeah. Then being crazy didn't make him a better comedian. It just made him more confident in his bad mm-hmm. comedy. <laughs> well, it now it's him- definitely funny. It made him every white fucking incel dude at, a, at an open mic. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I assume I haven't been to one for years, but I have a, a few friends who do stand up and they're like, Jesus Christ, give I me mean, the confidence of a, of a white dude who's God, never gotten only. in front of anyone before. As someone who spends her life terrified of like mm-hmm. everything, just the idea yeah. that you could just walk into a building and go, yeah, I'm the most important person here. As as a white dude. Mm hmm. Who likes to do comedy? The idea of getting up in front of people and just assuming that it's great is what? Yeah. No, it's probably terrible. Yeah, what are you talking about? Eh, Until my friends you hear on people the podcast, laughing? I do think I'm funny. Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes they tell me that, but usually mm-hmm. I just have to assume. But in, unless I'm in front of people and I hear them laughing, I have no idea. I hear some real disgusting opinions. Hmm. Uh. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. Well, next week, as I alluded to, we are doing a single part episode, which uh, you you correctly called out that this was the the sort of very special Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 no. That's a JLU thing. But y- you were right. I I, uh, I apologize. That was you were right about that. Uh, Comfort and joy, it's called. And yep. uh, it made more sense for us next week to just uh, cover that single episode because after that is the big uh, finale of Justice League, and it is a big sort of event thing, and it's a yeah. three-parter. 
And we could have done Comfort and Joy and Starcross Part 1 and then done 2 and 3 the next week, but it's worked out real well for us that we're doing one story. You know what I mean? Like, I like, like, the episodes themselves have been weirdly balanced, but I like, I like what it does for our show Mm -hmm. for us to discuss one single story instead of sort of separate, you know, separate things. So... So that's like I say, expect uh, and we do have a guest, but even even still mm-hmm. expect that episode to be about 10 minutes long. So. Yeah, seriously. But the following week is, like I say, the big uh, the big Justice League finale. And there's a there's a lot going on there. So, yeah, you know, look forward to that. Uh, then we will be doing a uh, one of our mail shows. So if mm-hmm. you've been meaning if to write you... to us, please do. It yeah. is kids love Batman podcast at Gmail. Uh, then we kick off JLU. Yeah. Uh, really excited. I we... love JLU. I, it's it's I mean, I'm just looking at the, the lineup now and it's just uh, as the kids say, just nonstop bangers. Yeah, this uh, JLU brings in uh, green, the version of Green Arrow that I really, really love. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my boy. Brings in uh, your, your guy, Blue Devil, also. I th- yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And the question, the question is also here. Oh, my God. The question is the best. The question is so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of great stuff still yeah. to look forward to, and I'm sure, I'm sure I've mentioned this, but I'm going to be mentioning it a lot more as as this show starts winding down. JLU, we're done with uh, uh, end of January, and we got mm-hmm. a, a couple of sort of house cleaning things after that. We're going to do some some shorts. I think there's one direct to video movie that is technically part of this canon, so we're going to do that, and we'll do one more mail show, and then that's it. We're done by mid February. Yeah, kids will no longer love Batman. I mean, they uh, might, but it's none of our business. Well, yeah, exactly. We will be switching back to uh, Star Trek. We will yep. be resuming the post-atomic horror at that time, basically the following week. Yeah, basically. Because uh, it, you know, it suits us to, to do a weekly thing. It, it gets us together. It keeps mm-hmm. us busy. It's, you know, it's a good thing for us to do. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who have been waiting to hear just how much we uh, hated uh, Picard season two, oh. you know, you only got a few more months to wait to hear. Yeah, seriously. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm. We're back, baby. Yeah, soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works out nicely for the Patreon because uh, we run out of uh, Brave and the Bold episodes exactly around that time. Like, we <sighs> planned it real well. Perfect. So, yeah. Sounds like you're really good at this, Al. Uh, almost. I've been doing it for a very long time, though. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, all right. So uh, that's all for this time. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week. Yeah, see you, folks. Toila. <laughs> Your joke is so much better than mine. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.